0: wanted to tell you this so um, me and my wife my wife saw post malone on tv and she's like that looks like griffin so griffin oh my you... god <laughs> so and i said i won't tell griffin that he looks like post malone i'll say post malone looks like griffin and maybe that will soften the blow so my wife thinks you look Ugh, like post malone
1: that's terrible
0: yeah so welcome to couch on fire podcast yeah. where uh griffin yeah. sounds like uh looks like post malone without no tattoos
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing I'm, I'm completely you know pasty white boy but well so no, apparently
0: so it's post malone so that's yeah
1: <laughs> he's, he's really let himself go apparently he starts looking <laughs> like me that's not good
0: no it's just and honestly the funny thing is it's when he's cleaned up it's just his facial structure and like oh I yeah i guess
1: i i guess i can see that yeah that makes sense yeah. so i don't know um,
0: this is kind of funny Anyway, so yeah, welcome to the Capsule Fire podcast. This is the Afterburn with Robin Griffin. We, oh man, that sounded professional.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that sounded almost like we know what we're doing. Oh my gosh! Don't set expectations too high. Oh,
0: I gotta stop for a second. Yeah. Anyway, um, huh. so this is a uh, part two of a mini series that we're doing about uh, the history or the the. Distribution. I guess the, the
1: future of cinema. I guess that's a that's yeah. a pretty you know interesting way to put it.
0: Yeah, I mean the last podcast we just did uh, is the. The VHS, the DVDs, you know, the film back in the day. um, Me, Griffin, and I are both huge film buffs, so we wanted to start out, you know, future... Just from the beginning. Just from the beginning, because, you know, I think 2019 we're going to be doing pretty much talking about a whole bunch of genres, movies, TV shows, even Mm -hmm. books that, you know, which I'm... read? I'm not looking forward to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I was about to say, you know.
0: Well, you know... How about this? You'll, name a, you'll have to just name a book, and then I'll tell you if I saw the movie.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, there we go. So, I, yeah. I'll make that work. So
0: the, maybe that'll be the summer of 2019. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But. Yeah. Anyway, so where we left off last time, we left off um, Netflix, how it used to be a mail order only, and how they were going out of business. This is all true. You can look this up. And Blockbuster – they tried to sell themselves to Blockbuster, and Blockbuster was like, nope, you're, no, you're going nowhere. And that was pretty much the downfall of Blockbuster right there. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. – so the, I think the first, thing, the first thing that started this whole streaming service was definitely on-demand because HBO – like your cable service – I'm pretty sure HBO, Showtime, and Cinemax started doing this on-demand thing. Because cable boxes started actually being like computers instead of little like converters from your Cat5 cable to something else.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically like a little – it went from a little antenna to now it's like a little server of all of its own.
0: So you can actually watch things on demand. So you can actually go to the menu. Now, I'm not saying stopping recording – watch it later i'm talking about it was just on there like oh you can pay 3.99 but you can stream this from hbo Mm -hmm. and and 3.99 is generous it's probably like 7.99 something ridiculous yeah it was about (laughs) six or
1: seven bucks if i remember right
0: um but that that's you know i'm pretty sure that's kind of what from at least what i think that's kind of what started it and naturally everyone knows recognizes what netflix is if you don't know what netflix is yeah, you know,
1: one. welcome, welcome to the 21st century. We uh, <laughs> we uh, hope you enjoy your stay.
0: Yeah, um, the DeLoreans over there. If you want to go back
1: to where you came yeah, from, <laughs> you you probably do want to. It's 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 not fun here. Yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, Donald you know, Trump Donald Trump's president. There we go. Anyway, yeah, it goes. yeah, but
1: um, but no, it's it's like one of the most Titanic corporations in the world. It's definitely the biggest streaming service yeah. by far. Of course, that's not saying much. Yeah. But
0: I think with the with the internet and YouTube and people being able to watch content at their fingertips—it was—it mm-hmm. was the inevitable that was going to happen. And Netflix, as a company, was probably one of the first to do this. Mm-hmm. So streaming, so DVDs and Blu-rays, all that good stuff—they're still around, but they're slowly dying because streaming. I mean, there's there's movies that are not even going to movie theaters anymore; they're going straight to Netflix or Hulu. Or Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime, (laughs) you know, like, was it what just came out? The Bird Box. Everyone's talking about this shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, everyone's talking (laughs) about it. Haven't seen it myself. Um, Nearby, nearby. Now, my question is is it's kind of a heady question for you. The kind of like the instant gratification. Side of Netflix where there's dozens of movies uploaded a day. There's more than you could ever possibly watch. You know, they're making straight to Netflix movies used to be, if you had like a direct to DVD or a direct to TV movie made, it was garbage. Yeah. And it was just, it was just like a tax write off. Uh, But now they're actually coming out with these amazing movies that just go straight to Netflix and they're like eligible for awards and all this kind of shit. Do you feel that's a, do you feel Netflix as a whole is a net positive? for the consumer or do you feel like it's more like a like you know we're kind of stuck with it you know we got to learn to deal with it
0: i feel like streaming is a positive i don't know if netflix as a company Mm -hmm. itself i feel like netflix is one of those like netflix is like 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 steve jobs it created Mm -hmm. something a personal computer it created something that was great and groundbreaking but I think eventually Little Brother is going to pop through and just streaming itself. Now I will say my my predict for the future, I actually just had this conversation with a co-worker. I'm 100% positive, maybe not in the next five years, maybe not even the next ten. But I'm 100% positive that big, big movies, blockbuster movies, eventually they're not going to make that much money in the movie theaters and they're going to go straight to a streaming service. They're going to test it out. Especially if now if Disney's going to be doing a streaming service, they might make like a, a Black Panther part 2 and say, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's see.
1: Let's just Yeah, let's just straight yeah. to straight to whatever the hell their their streaming yeah. service is called." Because
0: because they still make just this almost the same amount. Now, the only other thing, the only thing that it, it may not work is the overseas aspect. I don't know if you know there's Netflix and Hulu and all. The, all and I don't know about that whole streaming thing overseas, and the physical, you know, going to the movie theaters is a little bit better. But um, but eventually, I mean, people we're gonna live in a world where people don't want to leave their house, and they just gonna you know they're just gonna wanna
1: yeah, it'll be like some some Blade Runner yeah. shit. You're just plugged or some Matrix stuff. You're just plugged into the mainframe. Mm-hmm
0: but you know streaming is just one of the things that's going on um i think uh before streaming well i think during the same time as streaming i remember downloading illegal movies
1: yes and i I, remember
0: i remember burning them the dvds and handing them out to friends
1: (laughs) yeah i didn't even bother with that i just i just torrented stuff and just put it on a flash drive and said here plug this into the side of your tv
0: See that's that's another thing, and and then now TVs are becoming like well computers because now they have, they have USB ports, they have HDMI ports, they have audio imports. they have optical cable, they have all these ports now, um, just like computers where they can put in, that stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you know, and you can still I mean my father, my father has I think five hundred and sixty two DVDs. That's the last thing he told me.
1: That, that many, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the only That's reason... specific amount. Well, the only reason why he knows that, he's a little OCD, because every week his co-worker um, gets a list of movies that he can download illegally, and he burns them on DVDs for him. So we, I went over there for Christmas, and he's like, here's a list of all the DVDs I have. And it was like a book. It was like a binder. And he said it was 562. Mm-hmm. And he showed me them all. They're just all like, you know, just burnt... Some of them are some of them are cam quality. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them are still in movie theaters. Like he was like, oh well, I had Avengers. You know, the second week he was out. He's that type of person. He's the pirate. My dad's a pirate. And
1: yeah. <laughs> well, the and guy, I'll be honest. I used to be the same way. I used to torrent all of my movies. I yeah. would watch them on streaming sites. You know, I, I never ended up paying for any of my movies.
0: Yeah, well, he of course like he doesn't. What's up? Well, I was gonna say, he he doesn't even worry about the actual case or anything. It just comes with a little sleeve and someone it on there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean that's all it takes you know as long as it's as long as the movie itself is in there
0: <coughs> yeah but uh I mean so I think stream, streaming will be the future I think uh it's I mean it is now but I, I definitely think especially with computers in our pockets called cell phones it's just mm-hmm. that's just what it is and now everyone makes movies everyone makes videos and you stream them constantly and then you know twitch so sometimes with our podcast we're live on twitch and you can people can watch us do the podcast and that's just another way of getting content that's the future just streaming it could be live it could be already previously recorded um if i wanted to i could make griffin live right now and we could be
1: all over the web that's a really bad idea <laughs> but what are you wearing uh <laughs> not, not nearly enough <laughs> We gotta save that for the premium viewers. I like, you know, once we start getting a Patreon.
0: I like to. I like to think that you're wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, but it's buttoned open. <laughs> and that's it. Just
1: the Hawaiian shirt.
0: <laughs> Business in the front. What is it? Pleasure in the back. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> oh, a, Jesus, that's
0: a, that's a mullet. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's a life worth living. What you, but
0: what do, you, what do you think is going to happen in the future?
1: What, what do you no, think? I, I think you're. I think you're probably right. I think uh, like the classic movie theater experience is unfortunately going to be gone uh, just because movie theater is getting way too like expensive to run, way too cost inefficient. Yeah, Streaming is definitely going to be the way it's going to go. Um, my only thing is I wonder if cable itself is going to go like network TV, if it's all just going to go to these uh... streaming services or whether there's still going to be like a, a foothold for cable networks like so, there was.
0: So i'm one of those people my wife and i are one of those people that we watch certain tv shows that come on only on tv now when they technically no matter what no what whatever comes on tv we can probably see it on stream it somehow or another Mm -hmm. but we just we like i i still like cable i grew up with cable i'm still that generation that likes cable i don't know about you but i Mm -hmm. i I like the the aspect well there's
1: the the experience like the experience is great of sitting around the tv you know just shooting the shit
0: well i think the biggest thing is sports i love sports and it's hard for me there's really not too many streaming just sport things like i Mm -hmm. i like listening to to the talk shows on espn and i like hearing you know and then if i get bored i can turn into the food network you know so if there was if streaming there and it's it is starting to happen i i'm you know, my daughter has a Roku and, um, you know, we, there's there's stuff on there where you can stream like the Food Network and things like that, but there's only so many shows you can watch and it, it it's just, I want to see, I want to experience, it's kind of like, okay, here's a good analogy. Now you can order your groceries online and just, and then just drive up or some places actually deliver it and then you can just drive up and they just put it in your car Mm-hmm. I'm still the person that likes to go shopping because I like to see if there's new items. You know,
1: yeah, well, try new things basically. Yeah, like if I'm walking
0: and I'm like, well, oh, you know, I'm getting this ketchup. I always get this ketchup. But this one has the low preservatives. Let me try this one. But if you saw it on the computer, you're most likely just going to reorder the same shit you always get. So I like to see new things. So it's kind of – that's how I look at my approach with cable. I like to see new things. But I do agree with you. I know a lot of people that try to save money. They'll stream like Netflix for twelve dollars, Hulu for ten dollars, and then they'll do like HBO Now for I think another ten dollars, and then that's it. They just pay for internet.
1: Yeah, I, that's actually something I didn't really think about. The uh, the old back when I used to have cable because I don't have cable anymore. The like drive-by movies, basically, you'd be switching by a channel. And it's like, oh, that looks cool. What's that? Yeah. And then you see this this brand new movie. Sometimes it's terrible. Sometimes it's great. You know. And then nowadays on Netflix, if I drive by something, you know, and I see it, it's like, ah, hey, let's check the reviews first. Yeah. And then if the reviews aren't so good, eh, hey, you know, I got, I don't, I don't have time in the world. You know. So I think I I do miss out on kind of those those experiences <laughs> of those so bad they're good movies or just the mediocre ones or maybe they're just not my, you know, not Mainstream movies. There's plenty of amazing movies I've watched that have like a five or six on IMDb.
0: Well, yeah, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And then what's that? That one that you like, the Rob Uh, Zombie movie, Uh, Devil's Rejects. So doesn't that have kind of a low rating?
0: It does, but it's one of. I agree with you. And we talked about this during the whole Star Wars things. What what makes sometimes what makes good movies is don't look at the reviews, Mm because. That's someone's – that's what they think of the movie. What do you think of the movie? Like to me, like um, I'm trying to think of a movie I saw recently and I thought – and I, so – and it's it's hard for me to say this because I don't want people to think I'm racist. But I thought Black Panther was OK. I
1: was just about to say that. Um, <laughs> the only reason why I actually
0: – I thought it was OK because it, it's basically The Lion King. <laughs> oh my god. It, well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the story the storyline is basically the lion king it's 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 just set in a kingdom where you know the king died the son has to go through some pr- problems a relative challenges the son for the throne and then you know then then the son prevails i mean it's literally the story of the lion king yes are they both set in a country in africa the continent of africa yes and that's kind of ironic mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. it's just... It's literally the same. I mean, you can say that with other films, but it's literally the same okay. concept. Okay, all right.
1: I I mean, it, <laughs> I, it, I will admit, like, off the top of my head, it's like, okay. But <laughs> it makes it makes sense when you explain it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I, I wasn't mean, too thrilled with it, to be honest with you. I was, <laughs> I
0: can get really... Was, <laughs> you weren't too thrilled about it?
1: No, I mean, it, it was okay. I went and saw it in theaters because everyone was raving about it. Like, oh, man, this is the best Marvel movie ever made and all that kind of shit. And... Went and saw it with my little sister, and she just, ah, you know, it's, it's all right. It's not bad for for a Marvel origin story. It's pretty good.
0: No, it's it's good. You know? Well, it's it's a great Marvel. It's definitely not the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. There's there's at least seven movies before that that I would rather not see. Um, but I see. I think I think it was groundbreaking and great. I love what they did for the African American um, culture, like mm-hmm. to bring it to the big screen and make so much from it that it's just groundbreaking the whole cast was um african american Uh, i mean it was just it was perfect but like i said it's it's just it's literally you know the (laughs) i mean i can give you another example rafiki in the lion king was this old wise man that kind of guide you know simba forrest whitaker and um, <laughs> it was basically oh, freaky. Boy.
1: <laughs> so it's I just... swear to God, we're gonna be on the front page of the Huffington Post. I swear to God. Well, okay, but
0: that—that well, that was just an. I mean, there's other examples. There's other movies out there that are, you know. But I'm just saying that was just one example. Um, mm. yeah,
1: go on. No, it's, I I think that another thing that especially like one of the reasons why you and I both enjoy movies that have very low review ratings yeah. is I think a lot of enjoyment of certain movies is like your memories and your perspective how they match up with that movie yeah. like a different set of experiences might mean a different kind of movie it's like that uh, that one french film high tension oh yeah that, that you were a big fan of it was it was pretty good you know i i'm not going to lie to you i actually enjoyed it um more than the devil's
0: rejects obviously
1: <laughs> much more than the <laughs> devil's rejects um
0: I mean, there's some but, there's some other movies too. There's a movie called uh, Hard Candy. It's a suspenseful film. It's not really a horror mm-hmm. film, but right rating. I mean, it did well in Sundance, but when it came out mm-hmm. in like theaters and things like that, and even it just wasn't. It was like a a B B movie. It just wasn't that great. But mm-hmm. to me, as I thought, it was one of the most groundbreaking movies I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's an amazing movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, between that, there was a a movie I saw one time. Um, called what the hell was it called? Dog Soldiers.
0: Oh yeah, I know I know what you're talking about.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love I love what you call it. Um, werewolves. Yeah. Just they've always been one of my favorite movie monsters. I love American Werewolf in London and all that kind of stuff. Um but I've always felt like they never really got their due as movie monsters because it's always this really shitty movie or it's cheesy, kinda like Silver Bullet, yeah. you know, which is another Stephen King, which was okay but it was very cheesy. And then here in Dog Soldiers, they're finally, they're these badass, like crazy, terrifying monsters. They rip people apart, just mess them up. It's played totally serious. There's like no laughs or anything. Looking back on it now, I see a couple of the flaws of the movie. Like it's it's not a perfect (laughs) movie by any stretch, but just in that particular moment, like my love for werewolf movies and finally finding a movie that was good. You know, I, I love that movie.
0: You would have never known about it because if you would have if you would have been on a streaming service, and you would have saw reviews on it, and I'm not saying the reviews are bad, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, there's there's great. Let's talk about Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Okay,
1: this this
0: this website, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know. Um, it's it's all, objected. It's all like it's it's like a, a handful of people, and they rate these movies, and. Some of them were like, like. Go back to the some Star Wars movie. I mean, you know, they, the very first, the very first Phantom Menace, the very first one. Uh, if you go in chronological, if you go in order, Episode One, they had a good rating on Rotten Tomato, but yet a lot of people still don't like it. So it's just one of those things where it's hard. It's you need to. That's why I like cable because you need to just kind of experience it, and that's what I missed about. Uh, and that's what I think. Everyone's missing – they're missing that factor when they stream.
1: Yeah, I I think you could honestly – if you wanted to go like super in-depth with it, I think that could be applied to like society as a whole. There's so many amazing things out there these days, so many great leaps forward that that you never really get a chance to experience mediocrity like you and I did when we were kids. So you have these impossible standards that are almost impossible to meet because everything – like, everything can't be just good or anything can't just be just entertaining. It has to be, like, this life-changing, amazing event. And, yeah. like, there's, there's only so many of those every once in a while.
0: I think when – um so, when a new trilogy comes out, like, say, like um, – all right, let's give a name, like, Harry Potter. So, Harry mm-hmm. Potter, that whole thing. So, it's mm-hmm. on – you can buy all the DVDs and all the blah, blah, blah. Or I think in the future what they might do is put everything on a sand disc or a little thumb drive, and it would be like, oh, these are this is the whole shebang of Harry Potter. It's a Mm -hmm. you know instead of selling because you can buy VHS, you could buy like a if you go to like there. I know there's not that many around anymore. Like an Fye or a. Sam Goodies, You remember remember those places where, like, they're actually... Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you're... No, when, when I was
1: a kid, it was uh, Hollywood Video. That was the main yeah. chain for buying VHS and stuff. And um, Media Play. That was another okay. one.
0: Well, you could buy box sets for, like, $200 for, like, a whole, like, television series. Now, DVD-wise, you can buy box sets. It's a little bit cheaper because it's cheaper for them to make, but it's still a lot of money. Eventually, they're going to make box sets and put them on... Um, Sorry, there's a lot of noise going on. They're gonna make box sets, and I think they're gonna put them on just hard drives, and then just sell the hard drive at the store. <laughs> I mean, that could be a future thing they do.
1: And that's the thing. How much, um, how much cheaper do you think it'll be for the like the money they would save in expenses? Because they... I notice this a lot. You know, you said you don't read and everything, but there's <laughs> not that big of a difference between like physical copies of books and eBooks as far as the price goes. Really, I didn't, I didn't like, know that. Like, well, there's only so much. That is for the expense of actually printing the book and everything, and then the rest of it is, at least in, from what they've said, is charging for the effort that the author put in to write the book. So, how? What do you think is like going to be the base price of a movie? Like, even if it's free to distribute and stuff like that, it's the base price of the effort they put in to make it.
0: Um, I would say about I don't know, fifteen dollars. I mean, it just depends on the economy. If it goes up, then it, it, movies will raise, but.
1: I mean, shit. That's pretty much what they cost now. <laughs> I know. I mean, I
0: think they. I think they'll just stay where they are. I mean, we live in. We live in a world though where we're. We like to. We like to walk. We live. America. Us as Americans, or honestly, us in the world, we like to move backwards. It's weird. We like to look at nostalgia. Maybe it's one of those things where before something new comes out, or before something else, like I have. I have a whole bunch of people in my life that. I care about and love and i know they they stream they stream but they still like the physical copy like if they really love a movie they'll still go out and buy it because it's just that the nostalgia feel like like right now records are in everybody like wants record players or they have a record collection and it's just like a you know it's a new thing and well it's not new it's been around but it's the collection of it so do you th- do you think that people are going to start co- like Oh man, do you have those Disney movies with the VHS? They're going to be worth like millions of dollars one day. Let's go start collecting them. And I think DVDs are going to be the same way eventually. Eventually, they just might stop making DVDs. They'll just say, "No more DVDs. You can just stream it."
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's what. Oh, so
1: you think you think like physical copies themselves are going to be what gets valuable in the future?
0: Yes, and I think they will stop making it because. Everything that Netflix puts out, like Stranger Things, I think I actually saw a DVD box set of Stranger Things at Walmart, but I think it's just one of those things. They're just trying to get that extra cash. But eventually mm-hmm. people are going to stop buying the physical copy. Why would I buy it when I already pay 12 bucks a month and I can just watch it like a 17,000 times?
1: Well, that's, what's, that's what gets me wondering. If, if they do indeed decide to go completely out the window with, uh, with physical copies, go strictly to streaming and all that kind of stuff, it's a problem that I've been wondering about for a little while now. What happens eventually when Netflix goes out of business?
0: What do you think to go out of business?
1: Well, I think everything has to come to an end. Like, we just, we just read today that Sears is actually going to be closing down. They've been open for 126 years. They're finally closing down. Um, it, it might be not in our lifetimes. You know, it might be hundreds of years down the line, but eventually Netflix is going to go bye-bye. They're going to be replaced by something else. Who knows? Maybe they'll get bought up by fucking Amazon. Amazon will be the first mega corporation, you know, taking over the world. No 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 but, no,
0: no. It's gonna come down to Disney and Amazon ruling the world. But go on. <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, like what happens to it? What where where does all that stuff go? If you give up the the physical distribution and they decide either they don't want to pay for it anymore or they're closing down or Netflix gets like hit by a nuclear missile or something does all that film just disappear or does it get released into the public market? What do you think?
0: I think what what would happen? I think whoever buys them out, because that's what eventually will happen. I don't think they'll just stop. I think that someone will buy them out. Like they'll be bleeding so much that they'll need someone to buy them out. And whoever mm-hmm. buys them out will have the rights to those. And I don't think they'll distribute it. I think they'll, they might try and maybe try to make some money, but honestly, I think they might just, Either use the brand, keep the brand, mm-hmm. and just say Netflix, brought to you by Amazon, or they'll you know like something like that, or they'll just go to another streaming service. Like they will buy them out. Like they canceled all these Marvel shows on Netflix, and you know why? They they say it's not because of it, but you know damn well it's because two thousand nineteen Disney's going to have their own streaming service.
1: And then, yeah, and they'll, they they'll get to hold all the rights to those yeah. shows.
0: So, and then they, they can redo it if they don't like the people that Netflix hired for them. in You know, and which is the case, I think they didn't like the actor that played Iron Fist, if I've read correctly. So they want to redo Iron Fist. They love the guy who played Luke Cage. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously they love the Punisher.
1: <laughs> yep. So Punisher, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, it was all doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, so but. That, it's just, I think, I, I, I do, if, if it does happen, I think that, um, whoever buys them out will keep it streaming but yeah i mean and honestly some of them might just get lost in the archives the ones that don't do well like like house of cards was great but because of this whole scandal it just puts an umbrella over it and it ended so weirdly that unfortunately it's just it might just fall between it might be one of those shows that's like man you know i haven't seen this in a long time
1: yeah it just kind of gets brushed under the brushed under the rug so to speak yes which which brings up a great, uh, great point right there. You talk about, you know, just like handing out the licenses to different, uh, different studios. Like, oh, sell-off. Whatever the hell Netflix has got that isn't theirs. What about the Netflix original stuff? What happens when Netflix is gone? Because I know they announced they're going to try and have over half of their entire library. And Netflix has tens of thousands of movies. Keep that in mind. They're going to have half of their library be Netflix originals. By 2024, I think. <laughs> that is an unbelievably gargantuan amount of TV and movies and well, stuff. The,
0: the problem, the problem with Netflix, and they—they're going to lose people, but I, I, they're trying to stay relevant. But I think the biggest thing with what they're doing is, uh, at least what I think, they're just—they're shooting themselves in the foot. No offense, they're, some of their original—they're so spending, say, they put out five originals, but mm-hmm. three out of those five do well. So the other two million-dollar films that they or or TV shows that they produced were just nothing and they, they failed. Now, mm-hmm. you, you can argue that that's TV, that's movies, that happens all the time. But they're getting, but they're taking, because they're replacing old films, part of the reason why you fell in love with Netflix is because it had that film that you saw when you were a kid and you wanted to rewatch it again. And now, if they're going to take it away and just have their own films, which is fine, but it's like, what? why am I paying so much money when you know, I, I just... I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to explain.
1: Hard to put into words, pretty much.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't... I don't I like, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'd love to see what's going to happen, but I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'd love to see what what is going to happen. Dude,
1: as is- as would I, I think... Uh, I, I don't want... I want Netflix to be around, because I think they offer a great service, especially for the price. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely... It could be a hell of a lot worse. But I want them. I want to see. It's. It's. They're kind of like the marvel of of streaming services. Yeah. I want to see them get some competition. I want to see. Well, I want to say the DC of Netflix, but <laughs> I mean DC ain't shit anyway. So I'd like to see an actual competent competitor to Netflix to make Netflix up their game.
0: Hey, uh, real quick side note: AD, ADHD is a real thing, but uh, Aquaman is a. Uh... The highest grossing D- DC movie ever. Go on.
1: Huh. I might actually have to see it now.
0: It literally... just no. I just read it. I mean, and I'm talking about, like, Michael Keaton Batman. I'm talking about, you know, all the DC kind of movies that have ever been out. This is the highest grossing DC movie.
1: Jesus. The only only DC movie I saw recently I actually enjoyed <laughs> was Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, it said it kicked Wonder Woman's butt.
1: Jesus. I might actually have to check that out now.
0: Well, a lot of, a lot of people think it's because... Jason Momoa, everyone loved him in Game of Thrones, and I mean, women just want to go see him. He just he's mm. fucking he's a gorgeous man. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, I I hate um, Aquaman as a character, but yeah. then again, I hated Thor as a character until I saw Thor Ragnarok, and I loved that. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if I if I get a day off anytime soon, I might go see it. But
0: well, I will I will say this. So, to end this podcast, I mm-hmm. think I would. I think streaming will stay around. I think the future DVDs will become one of those novelty things. Like right now, it's you know I think VHS will come more novelty first, and then DVDs will. But I think they're gonna stop doing hard copies. I mean, they already stopped. I mean, Best Buy already stopped selling CDs. CDs are pretty much obsolete because of Blu-ray. I mean, because of uh, Bluetooth and MP3 players. No one really sells CDs. For music, so it's, it's eventually it's gonna happen. I don't know when, but it will happen.
1: Well, I think they'll always be around as kind of like a secondhand thing. Like, yeah. there's still a lot of secondhand CD stores and stuff. Yeah. And, you can get the old timey CDs. Well,
0: you can still, if a, band, if a band comes out, you can still, you can buy the audio. You can go like on their website and just download the audio, or you could, uh you can still buy physical copies and they're cheap. They're like seven, eight dollars. But, mm-hmm. Like it's just one of those things where that's just, that's this that's what happened. I remember when movies came out in um, the early two thousands. It was like, oh, coming to a DVD and VHS near you. Like it was like it was both because it, you know because VHS was still around. So eventually, it's just gonna just come into theaters or come into the street your local streaming service. Maybe maybe cable companies get into the streaming game. Maybe Comcast, uh, Spectrum, um, AT and T instead of having cable maybe it's like well you know you can pay monthly for our streaming service and we'll stream everything that's on netflix hulu and amazon together but you just pay at&t a streaming service fee
1: but then you got to wonder what's the what's what's like the what's the relationship here because you know cable companies and stuff the relationship is between the viewer the advertiser and the cable company
0: well maybe they'll
1: have it's- ads God, I hope not. That was one of the things I loved most about streaming services was you pay a fee directly to them. It's like, here's my money. Now, don't show me shit.
0: That's why I
1: got, got pissed off at Hulu.
0: Well, I would say, you know, you get pissed off at Hulu, but I mean, I don't mind if it's one ad. It, like you know i I think Netflix will eventually not be making as much money as it does, like they'll stink mm-hmm. it up for a little bit, and then I think it will be ads. I don't think it'll be like those three ads that happens in the middle of a fucking television show in Hulu, but I think it'll be like an ad in the beginning, maybe an ad at the end, like you know while what? while they're like. Oh, play the next episode. You know what, Netflix, instead of saying, are you still watching? Yes, I'm a fat ass sitting on my couch still watching it. Why do I have to get up and touch the remote? (laughs) They you need to just play? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I do hope, though, at least it stays unintrusive. You know, as much as I bitch about Hulu, I got to admit it's a lot better watching 90 seconds of ads on Hulu than it is watching five fucking minutes of ads on cable TV. Mm Mm-hmm. But sad,
0: no. sadly, every, everybody's all about money. So it's not sadly. I mean, I'm all about money too. But companies are all about money, so they'll figure out a way to uh, have ads. So just like oh, um, just like this podcast. We have an ad that plays in the beginning of the podcast. And it's funny because we're on Spotify. People pr- pay Spotify premium, so they don't have ads. But yet we still run an ad. <laughs> Jesus. So there's still ways around that, but yeah. And yes, we do have a sponsor.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Is it?
0: Yes. Uh, well, I don't have to say it because the ad runs, I think. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the ad runs. I, I twice. should actually
1: I should I should know this, you know, I I'm on the fucking thing. Yeah. So but... it's,
0: it's anchor.fm. Anchor. Okay. Yes, Anchor is a is a um it's a podcast streaming service that we use, and it basically it, it uploads our podcast, but it also puts it on every platform like Google Play, everything else like that. And it's very easy. So and it's free. Um, which is really great, but you know, naturally it has ads and stuff. So, but it's give or take. Hey, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! Dude. Don't say that. They're paying you, dude. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk them up.
0: Well, say that.
1: I, hey, I had, you know, I'm, I had uh, <laughs> hemorrhoids out the ass. I had, I had cancer of the lung, and then all of a sudden, this Anchor I listened to it three times a day. You Look know,
0: up. here we go, and then it, it clears away.
1: Yeah, it clears up I, I have a clear skin you know I've, I've been more attractive to women or dudes whichever is your preference it makes you makes you more beautiful gives you money um, what else <laughs> Keep, keeps terrorists away I know they're they're allergic to anchor.fm
0: yeah well thank you for listening to us on anchor.fm or any other streaming service that we have I love uh, yeah. and Griffin was really talking us up I, pre- I appreciate you talking us up hey not um, a problem
1: man and um pay me pay me money i have loans i need to pay (laughs) back
0: thank you for everyone that's been listening to us too i mean sharing and liking we really appreciate it um the next episode i think the next mini series that griffin and i are going to talk talk about before the big one which is game of thrones because that's right around the corner so get ready um griffin had a great idea and i love it we're going to talk about some characters characters in movies and tv shows good characters bad characters you know guy girl what, what all, makes
1: them great what makes them interesting yeah,
0: their flaws their weaknesses and what we as because sometimes you know us as viewers we attach ourselves to certain characters and we'll talk mm-hmm. about all that coming up soon so
1: yeah i get to bitch about the last jedi again i can't wait <laughs> oh my
0: lanta all right so, yeah, we'll be thank, ready thank you everyone you can, you can, that's your cue say thank you
1: oh no oh, um send me money